I love my friends and they love me. We're just as close as we can be. And just because we really care, whatever we get, we share. I got it from Agnes, she got it from Jim. We all agree it must have been Louise who gave it to him. Now she got it from Harry, who got it from Marie. And everybody knows that Marie got it from me. Giles got it from Daphne, she got it from Joan, who picked it up in County Cork, a kiss in the Blarney Stone. Pierre gave it to Sheila, who must have brought it there. He got it from Francois and Jacques, aha! Lucky Pierre. Max got it from Edith, who gets it every spring. She got it from her daddy, who just gives her everything. She then gave it to Daniel, whose spaniel has it now. Our dentist even got it, and we're still wondering how. Ah, but I got it from Agnes, or maybe it was Sue. Or Millie, or Billy, or Jilly, or Willie, it doesn't matter who. It might have been at the pub, or at the club, or in the loo. And if you will be my friend, then I might. Mind you, I said might. Welcome to On The Mic Podcast. This is your host, Tim Drake. That opening number was from the legendary Tom Lear. I caught it from Agnes. I felt the song was kind of appropriate for everything that we're going through right now. I hope everybody is safe and at home, uh, social distancing, and not going out, staying staying indoors, and most importantly, not listening to the president. <laughs> it's been a while since we have talked. Uh, the last episode I recorded was actually uh, Oscar weekend, and I know I've talked to a handful of people that have been very confused why there was just suddenly a sharp drop-off in episodes. Uh, of course, it was supposed to be kind of coming back after I uh, had produced a bunch of shows at the Sundance Film Festival in January, and it was supposed to be the, the podcast coming back from hiatus as we went into Oscar week. Um, and then things got crazy. So <laughs> this is the first episode back, and uh, as you can tell from the title, Sicky Sick Sick, uh, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about here. Not just about you know COVID-19 and everybody being in quarantine and all of that just insanity that's just upended all of our lives. Uh, but that's kind of what threw off the podcast as well. Uh, even before all of this insanity, uh, going into Oscar weekend, uh, I ended up getting sick. And it, uh, you know, my, my, my wife isn't fully convinced that it wasn't, you know, possibly uh, coronavirus uh, or something of that nature. Probably was just the flu, uh, but I had pretty much every one of the symptoms. Um, and after I had even gone to the doctor for a follow-up, uh, they told me that it had been a very, very strange cold season so far. And this was, this is, you know, middle of February and yeah, I, going into Oscar weekend, I'd recorded a handful of episodes. We were supposed to have an entire extra episode for the Oscars. And I ended up having to cancel all of the remaining interviews because I just started getting so sick and I had not, you know, kind of been taken out. 
uh, like that from any type of cold. But the thing that really started to throw me was I got an ear infection. And I have not had an ear infection since I was probably seven years old. So, I mean, th this really kind of threw me for a loop. And so I had to cancel all of our Oscar uh, episodes, uh, the, or all of the Oscar interviews that, w that we had remaining. And I was very frustrated by that. Uh, I was very excited to talk to a lot of these filmmakers and just had to turn around and cancel everything, uh, everything that was left. And one of the filmmakers who was a foreign filmmaker, uh, the communication kind of back and forth between their publicists um, and the publicists we were working with to get all the interviews set up. Uh, there, there was a little bit of miscommunication throughout. They were kind of hard to even book and communicate with, uh, at no fault to anybody. You know, it can just be that way with the craziness, you know, going into the Oscars, traveling, you know, to the States, uh, during Oscar season and just everything that that entails. And the poor filmmaker called me still at the time that we were supposed to be conducting the interview and I was asleep and I was kind of drugged up. Uh, because I had just been knocked out all day and they called me and it woke me up and I answered, I have no idea what I said. And then I hung up and went back to sleep and th that it was only for about 10 seconds, but I have no idea what was said in those 10 seconds. <laughs> and it really, really, uh, really kind of spooked me. I had to reach out to the publicist I work with to say, hey, please contact them and apologize. I have no idea what was said. I woke up and just saw that there was a missed call. And when I clicked on it and saw that this filmmaker had not only called once and I had answered for 10 seconds, uh, but they called back. I felt so incredibly terrible. Um, but yeah, that is kind of why we had the drop off after the Oscars is yeah, I was sick and it took me out for pretty much the remainder of February. It was, like I said, it just knocked me on my ass. And, you know, it, it was, it was, a, I had a fever. I had a cold, you know, all the cold symptoms and everything. And like I said, an ear infection, the ear infection, the thing that really threw me off with that was I could not hear for almost three weeks. I uh, just out of my left ear. Um, but that when you when you're not used to any type of impairment like that, really, really begins to mess with you. And like I, I, I was reaching out to like my brother who is in med school, is in his final year of med school, freaking out and you know, hey, is, is this normal? Am I okay? Am I dying? What is happening? And you know, he was telling me it's fine. You're gonna go back to normal. It just might take a little bit longer. Then even when I went in for a follow-up, the doctor there was just like, you're fine. It's just going to take, you know, a little bit to come back. And even now, I'm about 99%. My ear still pops funny from time to time. Uh, but, yeah, it was it was a real roller coaster not being able to hear uh, for almost a month out of my left ear. And so that was the other thing with uh, other interviews that were set up. I, you know, for one, didn't want to get anybody else sick. Uh, but two, I couldn't really hear anybody. And because of that, I, I started getting a bad case of cyanitis about three or four years ago. And it also makes me cough. And right about the time that I was getting better and like, I still was having trouble hearing, but cyanitis was making me cough. And also here in Los Angeles, it is allergy season. So I, I was sucking down cough drops like they were candy. 
it was like I, I just had a bag with me at all times so that I wasn't coughing because right about this same time was when we started to hear more about the coronavirus and about people coughing and that's what was making everybody nervous. So I'm walking around Los Angeles trying not to cough and freak everyone the fuck out because yeah, I'm coughing like crazy. And so I'm just sucking down all of these all of these cough drops trying to not freak people out and just go about my day. And yeah, it 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 started even giving me panic attacks at night where I, I I would start to fall asleep and because I couldn't hear out of my left ear, it felt like half of my body was just closed off and it felt like I was suffocating. And so there were several nights where I would I would just wake up like within seconds of falling asleep and just be in an absolute panic that I was suffocating. And I'd have to take a shower and try to clear my sinuses and let myself calm down. And I had to I had to sleep kind of upright too, like you're, like I was kind of sitting up to help both. Uh, and this is kind of going to be a little bit TMI and a little gross, but I had to be able to let my ear and sinuses drain. And so yeah, this was just a cluster fuck of of an illness. And I mean, it, it sounds so much better than what, of course, you know, so many people are suffering with right now. And putting it all into perspective, yeah, I mean, I had nothing. It was, it was. I, th- I think the term a lot of people use for it is the man flu, and that's what that's basically what what it was. Um, but it knocked me out bad enough that yeah, wiped me out from recording anything February and going into the first part of March. <laughs> and then my wife and I, because we have season tickets, uh, for, for all of the Broadway, the touring Broadway shows that come through Los Angeles, uh, we, we had a play that night. It was our first one back for the uh, 2020 part of the season. Um, and so we, we went over to the Dolby theater cause this year it's being split between the Dolby theater, um, and, and the Pantages. And so we went over to the Dolby from Margaritaville, and as soon as the first song kicked in, my ear popped again. And I thought for sure I was going to lose my hearing. That tinnitus, uh, I think that's what it's called, uh, when, when it gives you the ringing in the ears and everything, that started kicking in, and I just kind of started to panic. Uh, because I was just like, you know, it's already freaking me out enough and, you know, I, I didn't really know what to do. <laughs> and it, it, luckily, it cleared up about halfway through the show. I, I had brought a bunch of cough drops with me. One, like I mentioned, so I wouldn't be coughing in a theater as people were starting to get nervous about coronavirus. Uh, but also just for the fact that I needed it to help kind of soothe and clear my nasal passages. Uh, and... Uh, it's all kind of connected within the ear and the nose. That's why you go to an ear, nose, and throat doctor. It's all weirdly connected. And so I had to kind of go in. Uh, I, I had to start taking, you know, those cough drops to clear and soothe my nasal passages so that it wouldn't continue to fuck with my hearing while I'm at this Broadway show. And so, yeah, it, it was a roller coaster with that. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm glad the things, at least for my hearing and that are back to normal where we can start, uh, where I can start recording episodes of the podcast again. Uh, it's going to be interesting. You know, I've always hated doing, um, hated doing interviews over the phone. I've mentioned that a number of times. Sometimes that's the only option uh, to be able to talk to certain people. I don't like them because they just aren't as personal. 
And I like being able to have a personal connection with everybody that I'm talking to and be able to be able to, you know, also connect on a, on a deeper level. I know I've mentioned it before that, you know, when, when people are kind of doing the press junket, they're promoting their film, they're promoting an album, anything in that nature, they are usually, you know, just bouncing from one radio station, one podcast to the next. You know, you're just a number they're calling that day. And right before they get on the line with you, you know, their publicist tells them, you're speaking with so-and-so in L.A. or in Salt Lake or in New York. And, you know, they kind of just roll through it like that. And as soon as they get off the phone with you, they've already forgotten about it and they're rolling on to the next one. So I've never enjoyed doing phone interviews kind of for that reason. And so, you know, it's a little disheartening to kind of go into this and be like, well, everybody's social distancing nobody's, you know, meeting up for podcasts or anything, which is a good thing. Don't get me wrong. I, I would be mad if I saw people meeting up for podcasts right now. Everybody needs to be social distancing. Uh, if you're not, get the fuck with it because this is serious. Uh, everybody needs to be social distancing and staying at home, you know, not having social gatherings. Just stay the fuck home. I don't know why this is getting so hard for people, but please stay home. Um... You know, we want to be able to flatten the curve and keep people healthy as long as we possibly can so that we can we can go back out and enjoy life again. You know, it, it's crazy. It's been, you know, I've, I've been kind of quarantined up since uh, the 17th. And, you know, the order of staying at home came just a couple days later uh, here in Los Angeles. And, you know, it was, it was definitely weird. It kind of sent a panic through me, even though it was like we'd somewhat prepared. Um... But yeah, we want to be able to get back to life. And, you know, the only way we can do that is staying home. And so to be able to record, you know, more episodes, it's going to have to be, uh, I've decided I'm going to do it through Zoom uh, because the audio quality is a little bit better than a phone call. Uh, but that way too, I'm face to face with the people to a degree <laughs> because I want to be able, when you're able to look them in the eyes, you know, that is where, that's, that's where the connection happens. It's being able to see each other face to face and being able to, you know, empathize with each other and connect on that level. And that that's what, you know, I, I wanted to be able to do with this. And so I started reading out to people and we're going to be able to connect through Zoom uh, to be able to keep the podcast and interviews going. And yeah, that, that's going to kind of be how we move forward. Um, going into March, too, as, as I thought we would be um, recording episodes and getting back into the swing of things, they've also been production in production on, uh, or in pre-production, I should say, on a new show that I've been writing and producing uh, that I'll also be directing uh, with uh, with my good friend James Semenk, uh, who you guys have heard on the podcast a number of times. Uh, we have not made an official announcement about the show yet. That'll be coming up soon. Uh, but we've been in pre-production on that, and we had just, literally like a week before all of the shit hit the fan, um, we had pretty much finalized most of our scripts, and we we are we are still tinkering around with the finale episode, um, but everything else has been finalized, and so we were getting ready to start location scouting and trying to lock some of those things down, um, and all of a sudden we can't leave, and so it's come to a screeching halt uh, on that, which has kind of been disheartening, but you know it's it's okay. That, again, you know we're we're. We understand the reason why. We are more than happy to comply because uh, we just want everybody to remain healthy and safe. Uh, but in the meantime, James and I started cooking up another idea that we will hopefully uh, start shooting uh, individually from our homes. 
Um, and uh, it, it's a fun little idea that we cooked up. Uh, we didn't want it to be something kind of like what everybody else is doing uh, with their quarantine videos. We wanted it to be something unique and different and that actually kind of told a story. Um, and so we've, uh, we've created a little, a little short series that uh, we'll hopefully be able to start filming in a couple weeks here that I think you guys will enjoy. So stay tuned for that and there will be more, more to come uh, as, as, we get, uh, we, as we get rolling on that. Um, you know, as I mentioned, I've kind of been holed up and quarantined since, uh, since the 17th. And it has been, you know, a wild, wild ride. Uh, again, thank you so much to everybody that is deemed as an essential employee out there. First and foremost, the nurses, doctors, all of the healthcare workers who are on the front lines, who are in harm's way day and night. Uh, you, you guys are the real heroes here. And I, I can't imagine what you guys are going through with all of this. This is such a hard thing to be able to fully comprehend and understand. And you guys are doing the most selfless thing that anybody can do. I, I know Go Governor uh, Newsom here in California asked for people that were, you know, retired doctors, former healthcare workers, anybody that had uh, a background in healthcare to please step up because they needed help. And over 25,000 people uh, responded to that call. That is amazing. That's one of the things I just love about, uh, about living in California is the sense of community people have. You know, people can say a lot of shitty things about California, but my experience here has been nothing but, nothing but incredible. I mean, there's been its ups and downs. There's no doubt about that. Um, there, you know, I don't agree with everything that happens here, but I do recognize that they're always trying to do what is best. And to see so many people always trying to do the what, what's good, what's best for everybody, that is amazing to me. And I, I'm just I'm thrilled to see you know people stepping up for their fellow man, you know when we're just in so much of just confusion and chaos. It, it's truly incredible to all the grocery store workers, delivery drivers, restaurants who are keeping us fed in these times, and we're trying to go out as little as possible. You guys are also some of the greatest heroes. Uh, my, for, for me, especially because I, some, some underlying health issues that I have, uh, make me a little bit higher risk, uh, when it comes down to this. And, you know, we've kind of talked about that on some, some prior episodes and, uh, you know, it, it scared me because I recognize, you know, I, I could really be at risk going out. And so I've had to rely on things like Instacart, uh, to be able to get my groceries delivered. Um, my wife, you know, ha has gone to the, to the store, but it, it still kind of scares her that, you know, she contracted it and brought it home, you know, something of that nature where I could catch it. So we've tried to rely on as little human contact as possible. We've hardly gone out of our apartment, uh, which has been a little difficult. Um, you know, I'm getting my steps and my cardio in by, you know, pacing the apartment and, you know, thank God for Beachbody DVDs. I, I pulled out and dusted off uh, my uh, my 21 day fix, and of course P90X. Uh, so we'll see how let's get going. Uh, that that should be uh, that should be interesting to uh, to get back into that. Um, but you know, we've got to stay healthy. We've got to do what we can. Um, you know, to be responsible with this and to to stay healthy. Um, but you know, with Elsie's essential workers taking care of everybody and being on the front lines this could be, this would be so much worse. And I'm so incredibly grateful, uh, to all of you. So please, you know, 
stay, make sure, make sure that if you are encountering these people, that you are telling them thank you. Make sure that you are tipping well um, to all of these people. Uh, you know, they're 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 doing incredible work for all of us, and I can't begin to thank them enough. Uh, you know, it's 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 been an interesting time too. You know, that's a lot of people. You know, I know are getting bored. I would be lying if I said you know I was not bored yet. At times, luckily, there's plenty on Netflix and stuff to keep us entertained. Uh, I know, you know, thanks to Disney Plus, I've been, you know, binging through a bunch of Simpsons. I mean, I've seen these episodes countless times, but why not watch them again? <laughs> and it's been a lot of Simpsons, of course, with Netflix. Uh, you know, I've uh, there have been so much that I've been watching. Uh, I'm not okay with this. A uh, great new show, really funny show uh, from the people that uh, some of the people that did Into the Fucking World. Uh, you know, it, it, it was really funny. I thoroughly enjoyed that. I've also been uh, finally binging through Cheers, uh, which has been a great time. Um, you know, I, I would watch it while growing up, but never really knew anything about it. Um, but it, it's, it's been a fun show to to go through and watch. Uh, Lock and Key, another fun Netflix one that my wife and I really got into. Of course, season three of Ozarks came out, and that was incredible. Uh, and, I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Tiger King. Uh, it, it, what a weird fucking show that was. Uh, but yeah, we of course binged that. Uh, just started in on Community, one of my all-time favorite shows, but hey, had to jump in on Community. Why not? And yeah, it's been it's been a lot to try and stay busy and stay healthy and make sure not to go outside. Uh, if you guys do ch- uh, have the time to, uh, well, of course you have the time. You're inside your fucking houses. What am I saying? That was just muscle memory right there. Uh, but PBS has a bunch of great documentaries um, that you can you can log on for free and watch all of these. Uh, you don't have to have a membership or anything. Uh, we found a great series called Lost LA uh, that just is exploring all of the history of Los Angeles, parts of California. Uh, it's been really really fascinating. That that's probably probably been one of our favorite things we uh, we've uh, dove into. Uh, while being cooped up at home, uh, but yeah, Lost LA was fantastic, and yeah, it's 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 just definitely it's. I feel like I've said definitely a lot of a lot here because you know I wrote down notes of things I kind of wanted to mention and talk about, but I feel like I just have not talked to anybody for so long other than my wife and my cat that it is just so good to sit down in front of the microphone and be able to talk to all of you, whoever all of you are. Um, I mean, I know some of who you are, but I don't know everybody that's listening. And, you know, I, I, I hope that, you know, in this time that's scary, it's uncertain, that we can all find a little bit of solace in each other. We can find a little bit of peace in connecting with each other. You know, please reach out to me on Twitter. I'm scrolling through it all day long, at Tim Drake. And you know what? We'll chat there. there there's no reason we can't. Uh, so, you know, it's a, it, it's, it's a weird time, to say the least. As it is right now, I don't know if you've heard some of the tr- the few cars that have given that have gone past me. I'm actually recording in my car today because I felt weird recording a podcast where I'm just talking into the microphone uh, to all of you uh, cooped up in my apartment. So I walked out to my car uh, just to be able to have a little bit of change of scenery and get out of my head a little bit. But you know, it's good to get back on the mic. It's good to sit down and talk with, with you guys and tell you what's been going on with the podcast, why there have not been episodes uh, in a little while, and, yeah, start to try and at least get back into the swing of things here um, and to uh, to talk with everybody and to find our sense of community once again here, uh, to be able to lift each other up. It's something we need in these times that are scary, 
and uncertain and we've got each other's backs and that's what matters. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this little chat and catch up. Please stay safe out there. Make sure you're washing your hands. Don't touch your face. You've heard it a million times. Just please stay healthy. Please stay safe. To those of you that have lost family and friends, my heart aches for you. I can't imagine having to go through it. I'm terrified, you know, with the size of my extended family that we're going to go through it at some point here. And I just can't, I can't comprehend having to go through it at this time where people are not even able to, to say goodbye to their loved ones. And it's, it's hard. But I love all of you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for reaching out, uh, wondering where the podcast had been. Uh, I'm, I'm back to being healthy and safe and trying to stave off, you know, possibly getting sick with my underlying health conditions. And we're going to fight this together. We'll come out of this better. We'll come out of this stronger. Thank you guys for listening. I will talk to you guys next week. Stay safe out there. Hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. 